This Ring Scoops Retro on ringscoops.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Ring Scoops Retro right here on ringscoops.com. I am your host, that Ring Scoops guy. And here on Ring Scoops Retro, just real quick, the concept of the show, it's very simple. We take a wrestling match that's under 30 minutes in duration that took place before uh, 2010, and we rewatch it. I will tell you where I'm watching it. I'll tell you the details of the match, where I'm watching it, so you can watch it too. I'll tell you where I'm paused so we can meet up, so we can hit play at the same time. I'll do a countdown. I don't waste a whole lot of time on these shows. I like to just jump in, let you guys know exactly what's going on, how to take part in the watch-along, and then we get to it. During the watch-along, I could do play-by-play. I could anything that pops into my mind that I remember from the time, stories, personal stories, uh, news that pops into my head that took place around that time. Whatever. It's just a show that we just reminisce together. It's almost like a a fireside chat uh, watching professional wrestling together. Tonight on the show, we are going to jump back into the year 2000, 20 years ago. Monday Night Raw, February 14th, 2000 to be exact. I'm going to be watching this match on the WWE Network, the award-winning WWE Network that you can get for $9.99. So yeah, Monday Night Raw, February 14th, 2000. I'm paused at 48 minutes 36 seconds. 48 minutes, 36 seconds. The match that takes place, it's funny because in the little description, it says The Rock competes in a singles match. And I didn't even have to watch the clip or anything like that to to know exactly who his opponent was going to be. This match here on February 14, 2000, Monday Night Raw that takes place, The Rock versus Chris Benoit. So th- there you go. We got a Chris Benoit match that we're going to do right here. And I know it's not one of his biggest profile matches, but it's one of the first, if not I think the first, match that Chris Benoit had when he signed to the WWE in 2000. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right to it right now. We're going to get to this match again, February 14th, 2000, Monday Night Raw, watching this on the WWE Network Paused at 48 minutes, 36 seconds. I'm going to count it down. Three, two, one, play. When I say play, we're going to hit play. <clears throat> so, are you ready? I said, are you? No, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to count it down. <clears throat> Three, two, one, play. With a DDT. Right on poor Kurt's head. Never saw of course, my voice wants to mess up. I got like a frog in the throat right now. And, and no water bottle. And you know what? While the entrances are taking place right here, I'm going to go get my water bottle. Right Alright, I'm back. Eddie Guerrero coming out with a sling. I remember that. The week that the Radicals, Benoit, Guerrero, Saturn, and Malenko showed up on Raw. I want to say it was January 31st. I think like either that that same week on SmackDown or it was the week after um, Eddie Guerrero delivered a frog splash. <clears throat> I think he, uh, he cracked his elbow. 
So he was out of action for the first couple of weeks, couple of months that the Radicals were around. Man, those are not pop for the rock, huh? I, I, I miss this time. I really do. You know? Monday Night War was still going on. There was still some brand warfare going on between the two, WCW and WWE. It reached new heights when the Radicals showed up on Raw. I think that's when a lot of people pinpoint that that was the official death of WCW. There's a lot of things you can pinpoint as the death of WCW. And later on in this year, too, look at this, the action going right at it. Chris Benoit and, and The Rock exchanging blows, and The Rock getting that knee into the midsection. Benoit's up in the end of the ropes. Later on this year in, in 2000, I think it was a fully loaded July, The Rock was the WWE champion, and Chris Benoit challenged him for the championship. And I remember when, when Benoit lost, spoiler alert, 20 years later, right? Um, when Chris Benoit lost the match, I remember there would be a lot of people on the forums back then, the forums and the news groups. That's how old it was, ladies and gentlemen. Forums and the, and the news groups, they were complaining, like they complain nowadays, right? That Chris Benoit's time should have been as the champion, The Rock should have laid down for the new talent, which is funny, right? Because The Rock technically is newer than Chris Benoit. Benoit had been wrestling since 85, 85, 86, and The Rock started wrestling, what, late 94, early 95? Made his WWE debut at the end of 96? So Benoit's got a decade of The Rock. But of course, you know, anyway, I digress. But there was a lot of people back then complaining, though. Benoit should have won the title. It's arguable. It would have been cool if Benoit would have won the title. But I think it was better for The Rock to retain so The Rock could go on to SummerSlam and have a bigger match with Triple H. Benoit certainly was ready for a world title, in my opinion, but just the time was not right for him in that era. In, in the midst of what was going on with the characters, I don't think it was his time. Huge neck breaker by The Rock. Going for the cover and only gets a two count. Senior referee Earl Hebner got the two count after a good look. A good girl Earl Hebner. Definitely in this match. The Canadian Cripper, Chris Benoit. Speaking of Cripple, how long do you think Eddie Guerrero is going to be out of action with that, that dislocated elbow? Well, it's hard to say. There was no really, no real rhyme or reason as to why I chose this match this week. Like usually, like I pick a match, I'd be like, dude, I, I was thinking about this person this week or whatever. Or you know, the request came in last week with the headbangers and Crash Holly. This match, I was just randomly going through, and I was like, I wonder what happened 20 years ago. Like, I'm, I mean, I know what happened. I just need to be reminded. So I was going through some of the some of the shows and the descriptions, and I saw the one that said here. You know, the Rock has a match, and I was like, ooh, that means Benoit. Look at Eddie Guerrero getting that cheap shot in. Nicely done. Um, and I was just intrigued because I, I I remember this being the big main event for Fully Loaded in July that year. So it was interesting for me, or interesting to me, that they had a match on Raw in February, months before the big main event on the paper now obviously I know this match wasn't going to go more than 10-15 minutes because they got TV time Benoit's being introduced to the WWE audience in the WWE style 
And they were going to be heading into WrestleMania. Chris Benoit with a chair right to the back of the rock. And the ref is letting all this go. Yeah, look at that, JR even asking, where's the referee? There's a runner. Benoit rolls the rock back into the ring. Quickly going for the cover here. Late on trying to hook that leg, but Benoit only gets a two count. Chris Benoit with a look of frustration on his face. And ran the rock shoulder right into the ring post. Chris Benoit, this was before he started gassing. Because you, you look at Benoit here and you compare Benoit to you know, the Benoit that we knew in like 2005, 2006. Benoit was considerably a lot bigger. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't have to say anymore. I think we all know what's going across to all of our mind, your mind, my mind, everyone's mind. The whole thing, a very unfortunate situation. Don't need to rehash it. Although Dark Side of the Ring, I think, did a really good episode. It's a two-part episode uh, this year. Chris Benoit now with the Rock Irish Whip into the ropes. Reversed with a clothesline by the Rock, taking the crippler right off his feet. And Earl Hebner making sure that Chris Benoit is all right. The Rock, first man up to his feet here. Missed with the right hand. Chris Benoit now the back suplex. High angle. Benoit now hooking the leg over the cover for a two count. You know, later on, too, at WrestleMania with Chris Benoit, the match was what, Chris Benoit, uh, Kurt Angle, and Chris Jericho. Two titles on the line because uh, Angle had the Intercontinental and the European title. I think like the first fall was for the European title. Second fall is for the, look at this, the DDT and the, uh, Eddie Guerrero distracting the ref is The Rock. The Rock has clearly got the win here. But anyway, at WrestleMania, that, that three-way match for the two titles, Kurt Angle had both of them by the end of the night. Benoit had one and Jericho had the other. There, there we see the crossface here applied by Chris Benoit. But it was, uh, I thought it was a really good story, a good way to... Uh, inject Chris Benoit into things here in, in the WWE. I, I thought they did a really good job integrating Chris Benoit into the roster. Um, I think he had a really strong 2000. 2001 was all right. Of course, then he had an injury, and he was out of action for about a year. Came back after the, the brand split was on Raw, and they had to kind of reintroduce him to the audience and rebuild him up. And it took about a year, year and a half, but you really think about it, because everybody was complaining that Chris Benoit needed to be a world champion. It didn't take that long. About a year, year and a half at the most, and they built Chris Benoit up, to, and he eventually won the Royal Rumble and went on to win at WrestleMania 20. And it wasn't that long. It was a nice, good, slow, natural burn for Chris Benoit, in my opinion. The Rock going for the cover of the hook leg after the Samoan drop for a two count. But, you know, I think in the moment, I think we, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of this. Uh, in the moment, we're a little impatient. We don't, we don't recognize what's going on in the moment. In wrestling, it's very easy to get caught up in that. But if you look at things in retrospect, like the push of Eddie Guerrero, when he got fired and came back after the brand split, just like Benoit, took him a year, year and a half. They started rebuilding him. And he eventually went on and got the world championship. 
or the WWE Championship, respectively, for both of them, right? There's the Big Show. Ooh, well, that's right. Big Show and, and The Rock had a thing going on because of the Royal Rumble, that controversial ending. And that led to that fatal four-way match. Ooh, German suplex there by Chris Benoit, the referee, nowhere to be seen. There's Earl Hebner coming in for a count. What? Benoit wins. Shut the front door. Get out of here, man. Wow. I mean, it wasn't clean. It was clean enough, but it was still a little tainted. It wasn't foreign object or anything like that. Big Show interjected himself. I don't think it ruined anything for Chris Benoit. I think it still helped him because he got a victory. It wasn't a disqualification or a countout, but he got a pinfall victory over the Rock. And now the Rock and Big Show going at it up on the stage. And Benoit and Guerrero coming. Even Guerrero with the one arm still trying to fight the Rock. Oh, it's great. Guerrero was funny as hell. Man, I miss Eddie Guerrero so much. Chris Benoit is up on the top rope. Oh no, going for that headbutt. No, we won't know now. God, it's hard to go back and watch him do stuff like that flying headbutt off the top. That was good. That was entertaining. That was a good, good match. It was about 10 minutes long, and it just seemed like it just flew by that fast. It was very interesting, very entertaining. I like it. Um, I think we should go back and watch some more of these, like, matches from, like, 2000 and 99, 2000 and stuff like that. I, I liked going back and watching um, when uh, DA and I did the uh, Sting and Goldberg match on Nitro. I liked that. There's a match, actually, in my notes. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a, a match with Fit Finley on a Nitro. I think it was back in 98 that I wanted to watch on one of these uh, shows. Maybe next week we'll do that one. But I've had it on my notes for a couple of for a couple of weekends now. Just haven't gotten around to actually pulling that one up. But I think we will definitely do that next week. I think we should have a Nitro match. I think it should be with Fit Finley. Because um, Fit Finley is a very, very underrated talent in the world of professional wrestling. I know that a lot of people, they give him a lot of props and respect for what he did for the women's division and the women's wrestling in the last 15-something years. But when he was an active competitor, and I'm not talking about like the whole shillelagh thing and the Hornswoggle thing. I'm talking about like his WCW run, man. Finley was a very underrated, underappreciated talent. This dude was able to go, man. And it's just unfortunate that they never gave him the ball to, to run. And you, you could say that with 50% of the roster in WCW. But Finley definitely, um, I'm glad that he was able to find his footing and get get a prominent spot in the WWE years later because he deserved it. He really did. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for Ring Scoops Retro this week. Uh don't forget you can follow Ring Scoops on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Ring Scoops, Facebook.com slash Ring Scoops, YouTube.com slash Ring Scoops twitch.tv slash ring scoops guy and pro slash ring scoops as well where we got the gorilla position t-shirt it's a work t-shirt parts unknown university t-shirt and the burger king have it your way 
Ring Scoops t-shirt as well. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops. And also, don't forget to let everybody know the official Ring Scoops podcast home on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Ring Scoops where you can get all the podcasts. Ring Scoops Retro right here. It's also syndicated over on, on, on YouTube um, on, on the weekends, on, on Saturdays, uh, Tuesdays. Uh, all blown up, giving thoughts on the on the latest happenings in professional wrestling, the news, recaps, pay-per-view results, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, huge opinions on that show. Very controversial, too. That's on Tuesdays. And like I said, Ring Scoops Retro here on Saturdays. Anchor.fm slash Ring Scoops. So check that out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, th- that, that does it for this week. Until next time, I'm that Ring Scoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.